welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we we will be reviewing movies, TV shows, books, and comics, all in the boys love genre. Now, what's awesome is this is actually the final installment of Four Moons or Cuatro Lunas. Cuatro Lunas is a Mexican movie written and directed by Sergio Tovar of the Larde, who, um, this is a 2014 movie. Uh, he wrote four different storylines, which honestly all could have been their own movie, but each one represents the different phases of the moon. Now, we've already covered full moon, new moon, and waning moon. Now, we're getting to my favorite storyline, which is waxing moon. <sighs> waxing moon. I think everyone who watches this movie... Waxing Moon is their favorite storyline, and it's honestly because of the relationship of Fito, Fito, Adolfo, and Leo. Leo. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Um, Fito and Leo are childhood friends who grew up in Tepic um, together, and uh, eventually Leo and his family moved to Mexico City, and now Fito has moved to Mexico City, and they randomly running to each other. Um, at their university that they both attend while at, just at the vending machines, Leo's walking past and, and, and just like, hi, it's you, right? And Fito's like, um, I don't think, um, hi, my name is Adolfo. And it's like, oh my gosh, Fito, it's you. And their friendship is reignited. Um, we get some really cute scenes of them, uh, of Leo introducing Fito to all his friends and uh them just talking about what happened um while they were kids and why they lost contact and stuff like that and the friend group just kind of accepting Fito as well Fito and Leo leave and Leo um offers to give him a ride home and then we find out about exactly what's going on in Leo's life well not exactly we find out about the situation in Leo's life he has just recently lost someone in his family and right now he and his mom are just trying to pick up the pieces and get their lives together it is heartwarming (laughs) um so Fito goes home tells his mom about running into a friend from school and they all the friends are hanging out I'm like trying to take my time to get to it because I'm like oh my god and then this happened so they go to a pool club and all the guys are playing pool and Leo is there like flirting with this girl kissing her and stuff like that and the whole time you see Fito just like kind of looking um so it's kind of already alluding to the fact that Fito might have an attraction to Leo um Honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't even notice. The second time I watched it, I was like, oh my God, how did I not notice that? So, of course, this time when I was watching it again, I'm like, and then he looks at Leo. Oh my God. (laughs) Screaming like an idiot. Anyway. (laughs) My husband was like, how can one movie make you so angry and so happy at the same time? Like, because it's four (laughs) storylines. Oh my gosh. So... Waxing Moon, uh, that night, Leo ha- doesn't have keys to get into his house. His parents are out of town. His family's out of town. So Fito offers to, hey, come sleep over at my place. So while there, Leo is like, I'm going too much detail. Leo is changing his clothes and Fito is watching him. And then 
realizes, oh my God, what am I doing? Hey, you need a shirt? What's great about that, I will say, like, Fito is kind of acknowledging that he knows he has this attraction to Leo, but at the same time, it's like he's punching himself, like, stop that, he's straight. (laughs) Stop that, he's straight. (laughs) And, like, trying to remind it is like he's going we're friends don't do that he's your friend stop um so the two of them end up just talking about what's going on in life and what happened and what Fitzo and his mom are going through now because they're just in a situation where times are not that great it's not the greatest right now um financially it looks like they're okay at best uh so because uh, Fito mentions he really wants to hurry up and get to work so he can help his mom out. And Leo comforts Fito because he starts crying. Is it Fito or Fito? <laughs> he starts crying. So the next morning, they end up waking up arm, um, still holding each other. And Fito is like apologizing to Leo like, oh, I, I, uh, I made you uncomfortable because I was sleeping on you. And Leo's like, you didn't make me uncomfortable. Oh, and then my favorite part comes up to me. This is the most romantic scene I have ever seen in any movie. Nothing will ever beat it. So they're like talking, kind of joking around and stuff. And then uh, <laughs> Fito starts telling uh, Leo how his skin looks so clear. And, you know, he feels like he wants to kiss Leo on the cheek. And Leo gives him his cheek to kiss it. Not, not that big a deal. So Leo laughs and is like, it tickles. And Fito, yo, he shoot his shot. <laughs> and it went in. He said, well, can I tickle your lips? <laughs> and I was like, well, he's like, may I tickle your lips? And I was like, I'm speechless. I'm on the ground. <laughs> it was so amazing. Like, that line already had me like, okay, this is my favorite couple. (laughs) I'm done. I found it. And needless to say, Leo said yes. They kissed. And then they sat down and they had an amazing conversation. To me, it was a beautiful conversation. They sat down and Leo and Fito basically asked each other, you know, hey, are are you gay? Like, so Leo asked Fito and Fito was like, I don't know if I'm gay. And Fito asked Leo, and Leo was like, no, I'm not gay. But then they both acknowledged the fact that they that they really enjoyed the kiss. The kiss was very passionate for both of them. And then they leave. They have this awkward goodbye where it's kind of like, yeah, man. Uh-huh. All right. See you on the flip. <laughs> Something like that. I don't, I don't know how men speak. <laughs> But yeah, they kind of have this awkward goodbye and Leo makes it clear he doesn't want anyone to know what happened in the room. And Fito was understanding of that. Like, all right, yeah, that's no problem. So at that point, I was like, where's this relationship going? Like, he's just walking away. Well, uh, Leo goes to meet Fito when he's getting out of a class. And then the two of them go on their first date. Like, I was not expecting this. Uh, But yeah, the two of them go on their first date. They just go um, to have lunch together and they just have it. It feels like just small chit chat that mean nothing. It's like, what's your favorite book? Uh, Oh, what do you like to eat? (laughs) 
uh, what's your favorite kind of music? It's it's very small, like, chit-chat that a lot of people might go, well, it's not that significant. You're not asking about maybe, like, life-altering things. But it works because the, Leo does this really romantic thing where from the conversation, from the little small chit-chat, he creates this present for Fito, which really, it's it's beautiful and has a cute note in it. And it's, it's just, it's just completely, oh, this, this, it's just a beautiful present. And it really shows that Leo, like, even though he's very worried about how, you know, because that first conversation where he's like, yeah, don't tell anybody what happens in the room. It's obvious he's worried about how others might see might see him, but he definitely knows that I, he feels something for Fito, and he is doing this really romantic thing for Fito, and it's just it's just beautiful. Um, so the another scene that I really enjoyed. I'm just gonna go through a couple scenes I enjoyed. There's a scene where they're sitting down talking to their friends, and their friends are talking. Their friend is talking about how. Uh, he has a situation with this girl and this girl doesn't want to do this and that and they're all sitting around laughing but under the table Fito and uh, Leo are kind of holding hands and stuff and eyeing each other and flirting with their eyes they're really in this wonderful honeymoon lovey-dovey phase and they're both enjoying it even though they're not like public and out they're they're really enjoying it and just really enjoying being together so i'm going to get to their first time so this is their first time in a sexual relation in, in sexual relations and both of them is their first time with a guy but why i love this scene yes i'm going to talk about this scene and i say i love it because of the conversation they have. Oh, that conversation. It was a straight up, all right. Um, I don't want to do it because it might hurt. Like it it was really them just discussing who should do what. And in the end, they make their decision of who who's going to be on top. Uh now this Decision doesn't mean that this is their relationship. I'm just going to point that out for people who don't realize that versatility exists. But it was just that that was the conversation to help begin like the sexual (laughs) relation. And the scene that follows with them trying to have sex is to me the most hilarious thing ever for one main reason. Do you have lube? (laughs) Like... It just had me going, they did not plan this right. Did, did they not do some research? I, I'm like thinking about Addicted. For those who watch Chinese BLs. Oh wait, no, that wasn't in the BL. Um, you actually would have had to read the book. So if you read the book Addicted and was able to get past the scene that nearly made me sick. Um, Guhai... <laughs> is what Guhai is doing research <laughs> so that he can know how to properly <laughs> please his man. So, of course, I'm watching this and I'm like, Guhai needs to teach y'all what to do. <laughs> because it's like, did you not do any research? 
research like y'all just thought you were gonna talk about it like oh yeah then that's it we're gonna do it (laughs) but yeah to me that was the most hilarious scene one of the reasons also hilarious for um anyone who's (laughs) who's ever uh done the sexual activities um, a lot of times your first time with someone can be very awkward and clumsy and weird and, you know, and that <laughs> definitely was it. But um, what I really love about that scene after they're done, um, they're sitting, they're laying in bed and their um, Fito says, I'm going to say something and I'm really scared to say it because I don't know how you're going to feel. And Leo's like, all right, you're scaring me. What's going on? And Fito says, I'm falling in love with you. Leo was like, I'm falling in love with you too. And it was so it was adorable. It was adorable. That that little I'm falling in love with you was just so adorable. Uh now another um so fast forward. We're gonna fast forward to it's not even that far fast forward. Next scene. Uh Fito and Leo are with one of their friends from the group sitting on some bleachers and this is the best part they're just sitting on the bleachers just looking off to a distance as far as i'm concerned i need to know what exactly was going on that the friend was seeing like did he did he accidentally see them holding hands under the table was he looking at other situations like oh they're going off again and then now he's sitting here and he's just looking at them and feeling the tension and going i'm third wheel in this because his gaydar is amazing he was just like y'all dating now, why I say his gaydar is amazing, I still remember um, it was three of us. Actually, it was a bunch of us who went out, but the group ended up splitting off, and it was three of us left, me and uh, two of my girlfriends. Uh, when I said girlfriends, I mean just friends who were females. And uh, the three of us were hanging out and stuff, and we were having a lot of fun, but the entire time I was going, I feel like a third wheel Maybe I should leave. I should probably go home. I don't know if I'm invading their space. But at the same time I was going, but they're not together. They're not even dating. I mean, we were we're just friends hanging out. And I was so confused. I didn't know how to feel like this is your, I felt like a third wheel. And it, it was so obvious to me that I felt like a third wheel. And at that time, I only knew like one of my friends was same-sex attracted. I didn't know about the other one because it's not a topic that really came, comes up. The only reason it came up because that girl was talking about her ex. That's the only reason I knew. So the other girl, I didn't know, especially since... She and I weren't really friends. It was like a cross-friend thing. It was just, it was, you know, when a group of people just get together and now we're all friends? That's kind of what happened. And then later that night, <laughs> these two girls post that they're in a relationship. And I was just like, I knew it! I knew it! And, I was, and they were like, oh no, it didn't happen while you were there. I'm like, no, you guys don't understand. The entire time, I felt like a third wheel. I felt like I shouldn't be there. And I wondered, <laughs> because I've drifted so far, if that's what this friend felt. If he was like, yo, I am third wheeling here. I Like, he could just feel like it wasn't even something they were doing. Just be like, we're all having a conversation. We're all in on the conversation. But I'm going, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I should leave them alone. We're having a fun time. We're running around. We're enjoying ourselves. And it was really a great day. But I'm going, 
I should probably leave. Maybe I should let them spend some time alone. <laughs> and I feel like that's what this friend was going through. Like, I know we're all just sitting here. There's nothing really going on. It's not like we're even having a conversation. But they're together, aren't they? <laughs> but Leo just straight up outright denies it. We're not together. I don't roll that way. Shut up, man. And Fido calls him out on it after, like after they've got away and just basically says, you know, a friend of ours has like basically noticed us and acknowledges us and lets us know he's cool with it. Because um, one of the line the friend says, I think as long as there's love, it's good. It's when there's hate that it's bad. But, you know, love is love. And he's basically like giving them a chance to come out and just letting them know I'm here. I support this. And Fido is just like, you know, we have a friend who notices us, acknowledges us, and you just deny it. And Leo's like, I just don't want anybody to know. So after that conversation, it really puts Fito in a place where he's like, do I want to go through life not letting anyone know? So he decides to talk to his mom about it. And he basically just says to his mom, because his mom loves dramas. I love his mom. She's me. <laughs> just watching dramas all day. <laughs> he says to his mom, I need to talk to you. Could you, when the commercial comes on, because streaming doesn't exist in this universe, <laughs> um, just turn on the TV so I can talk to you. The commercial comes on and the mom does not mute or turn on the volume or anything. She just keeps it playing and he points out like, mom, it's a commercial. So finally she does. And he's like, I really want to talk to you about this. This is something I really feel you should know. And she lets him, she shuts him down right there. And she's just like, I don't want to hear it. I'm not in a place where I can handle this. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear it. So it's obvious she knows that Fito is gay. She just doesn't want to handle it. And she feels like she can't handle it on her own probably as well. And she has her own homophobia as well. Um, you know, it, 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 that happens. Um, and he really has to, for a moment, like, they're like, wow, my mom doesn't even want to hear it. She knows. Okay, <laughs> what do I do? Well... He goes on a date with Leo. That's what he does. And he saves up to take Leo on a really nice date to, I think it was to go watch a play because it was the theater. And Leo freaks out and was like, I want to leave. I'm uncomfortable. Why? The theater isn't gay. Well, my aunts are here and they might see me. And then because they see me here, they might ask questions. And then my family's going to find out I'm gay. And then my family finds out I'm gay. Like, and it, it, God. So... This, of course, creates a whole problem there with Leo basically going, you know, how much did you spend on the tickets? Here, I'll give you the money back. And Fito just having to walk away because, I mean, seriously, dude, you're just going to throw money on the problem? Like, shut up. But anyway, Fito and Leo have this huge fight. And of course, Leo calls and apologizes and invites him to a party at his family's house. And tells him, like, you're going to come, you're going to have fun. Tells him what time he's going to pick him up. And... So. (laughs) The party that Fido never gets to go to. (laughs) That he was invited to. um, 
his mom is seeing like her son go through this thing where he's waiting for this guy that never shows up and his mom straight up just holds him in her arms and says this guy is not the right one for you if he isn't the one there will be someone else you shouldn't let he basically let him know you shouldn't let him treat you this way you need to find someone who treats you better and in that moment the mom 100% acknowledging her son's sexual identity or sexuality and just letting him know she's going to be there for him and after that you know Fido finds the strength to come out he tells everyone he's gay he meets someone new to go spend time with and my favorite part is Leo Leo is the only person he doesn't tell (laughs) Like, he tells everyone he's gay, and Leo has to go back to the dude who, with the gaydar, his friend with the gaydar, and go, hey, have you have you seen uh, Fito around? It's like, oh yeah, he's gay. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, no, he came, he came out. He, he's gay. But of course, you know, <laughs> you're not gay, which is too bad. You guys would make a cute couple. Like, again, I think that dude is just like, I know y'all are together. Just, just, just get it over with, <laughs> Leo. So, Fito comes out, and, uh... He is at home with his mom because she's watching dramas again. And she starts talking about the show. And she starts talking about my favorite two characters. Well, my favorite three characters. Ricky, Rosa, and uh, Lale, 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 Lalo, Lale, Lale. I don't remember the dude's name. The whole point is Ricky's getting ready to marry Rosa. But she doesn't even love him. She needs to get back with Lalo, Lale, Lale, Lalo. I don't know the dude's name. <laughs> because that's who I came to watch. She's so stupid. She knows she's going to end up with him anyway in the end. Needless to say, that, that scene is significant for one main reason. Fito and Leo. Uh, uh, Leo comes over to Fito's place and is talking to him. And lets him know he wants to get back together. But under one condition. And of course Fito's like, oh great, this dude. And Leo says, I need you to come to my house. For dinner as my boyfriend and it's like oh wait what and Leo says you know he came out to his family and it wasn't easy it was really hard but he made the decision in the end that this is the person he wants to be with and he did that not only for Fito, he's not, he, he just did it for Fito. He had to do it for himself. Now, the reason why he had to do it for himself. Now, if you remember in Full Moon, I talk about Javier slash Hugo walking out of a sex party and turning a corner and seeing a certain person. Like, he runs into someone. Well, the person he ran into was Leo. Uh, Leo, we see in a scene, he has an email open with the sex party. Um, so he was actually going to check it out. Now, I don't feel like it was a situation where he was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm I'm so horny. I'm going to have sex with these dudes. I feel like it was more a situation of him testing himself as far as his sexuality, because I do feel like I said in the beginning, he said he was not gay. And I feel like it was still like a questioning for him and going to that party was going to be the for him he thought was going to be his awakening of oh i'm definitely gay because i'm really attracted to these guys in this room but he ends up running into javier slash hugo with a busted head should have had a busted lip 
busted eye. Anyway, with a busted head, sees the blood running down his face, sees all these guys running out of the place where the sex party is. And I feel that was actually Leo's awakening. Like, am I going to be in the closet, going to sex parties, possibly having situations happen where I'm running out and having to run to safety? Or do I just come out and find happiness? And he chose being happy. I love that the end of the movie, the very last scene, the people we see are Fito and Leo. Why? Because I think their storyline was like the hopeful one. It was the watch this love blossom. Like This love is now blossoming. We're watching them bloom. They're blooming. Um, they, it's, uh, the whole story of Fito and Leo actually is my favorite storyline in the entire movie so four moons as a movie gets 9.5 it's dragged down by everyone else because the story of fito and leo is a straight up (laughs) 9.8 like it's rated higher than the movie i would oh my god i love it i i think it's very cute in a lot of parts it's funny it's uh it, it gives you all the right emotions and you really get to see um this young couple bloom uh, I feel like even it's even realistic in the sense that uh, Leo, like the idea of Leo never really thinking about his sexuality and just going, no, I'm, I'm not gay. That makes sense to me because he's never had like the same connection he has with Fito with another guy. He, we saw him flirting with the girls and kissing them at the pool club, but it was just like flirting at a pool club and ah, ha, ha, yeah, right by, um, now he's in the situation with this guy who he, it's obvious he's never felt a kiss like that. Just their kiss, that first kiss. He's never felt a kiss like this before. This was a new emotion for him. And in the end, he didn't, uh, it wasn't, you know, I'm still straight, but I love you. That was a jab at Ty BL. I should stop. <laughs> We're talking about four moons. <laughs> this one, definitely, definitely a must-see. A lot of people might be like, well, it's very generic. And I do agree. A lot of story, every storyline, most storylines are pretty generic now. But this is like one of those generic storylines where... I can actually sit down and watch it and enjoy it, even through the rough parts. It's still enjoyable. The rough parts don't have me going, oh God, close my eyes, run away. It, it still has me just staring. There's no, for me, Waxing Moon storyline is has a zero awkward feel. Like There's awkward moments between the characters, but I don't feel awkward watching it if that makes sense. Um, there's a lot of shows, movies, um, that when you watch them, you just feel awkward for everyone involved and you feel awkward about the characters. You feel awkward about a lot of things in this. I did not feel that awkwardness and I really liked that. So a hundred percent recommend Four Moons Quattro Lunas. This was the last segment in the Four Moons Quattro Lunas, um, (laughs) review. Uh, As you can tell, I love Waxing Moon. Like I said, it's my favorite storyline. Now, if you have any other uh, movies or TV shows or anything you'd like me to review, you can go ahead and hit me up on Time4BL, which is my Instagram, and let me know. Or you can send me a message at anchor.fm slash time4bl. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify and anchor.fm slash time4bl. Like I said, I'll put a link to Four Moons 
um, the 2B version on um, in the description. But if you have Amazon, like I said, you can watch it with zero ads. Or if you want to just go ahead and rent it on Amazon or Apple with zero ads, you can do that as well. It's only $3.99 for the rental. Um, So thank you so much. My name is JD Young. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed my Four Moons series of reviews. And I hope that we can um, make some more time for VL next time. Love y'all. And I hope you have a good morning, evening, afternoon, and night. Wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this podcast. Bye.